Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Perrier Tank Lines, the Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series, short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It happens on the Cars Tour. Stickered Up is chewing on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn. And happy race week, everyone. Stickered up, official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. We've got two races remaining here in the Cars Tour season, and we will get that second-to-last race this Saturday night, the Blue Ridge 250 at Tri-County Speedway in Hudson, North Carolina. Friday afternoon, the racetrack will open up for late-model stock car and pro-late-model practice. They will start at 2 o'clock. They'll alternate until 625. The garage will close at 715, then cars will be back in action on Saturday afternoon, late model stock cars will hit the track at 12.10 for their first practice. They'll alternate with the pro late models until 1.30. GSX Trap Street Stock Series is also going to be on the property this weekend. They've got 25-plus cars pre-registered for their event as well. Uh, they will ta- take practice at 2.15, uh, and then they'll have another practice at 2.45. Grandstands will open at 3 o'clock. Uh, GSX Wraps qualifying at 3.15. Single car qualifying for the late model stock cars at 4.15. Single car qualifying for the pro late models at 445 and then from 530 to 6 they'll have a meet, meet and greet on the front stretch driver intros at 630 650 pre-race ceremonies for the blue ridge 250 75 laps for the pro late models will be the first race of the night then the street stocks will take to track for 50 laps and then the late model stock cars will be the marquee event their typical 125 lap feature taking a quick look at the entry list for this weekend's Blue Ridge 250, taking a look at the entry list for the Pro Late Model. 17 Pro Late Models have entered for this weekend's festivities. They include Brandon Setzer, who'll be making his first start of the year in the number six. Jordy Exchange Car for Setzer Racing and Development. Tristan McKee, Justin Kreider, Rusty Skews, Austin Higgins, Austin McDonald, Aiden King, Gavin Bolsheim. Uh, Dawson Sutton, Brett Cruz, Nick Loden, our most recent winner at South Boston, Josh Horniman, Charlie Keevan, Ryan Moore, Logan Jones, and then our two uh, points contenders, Katie Hedinger and Caden Quapple. They make up the 17 drivers that will uh, be on the property on uh, Friday and Saturday. Taking a quick look at the late model stock car, 30 late model stock cars have entered this weekend's festivities at Tri-County Speedway. They include Riley Gentry, our most recent winner, Deke McCaskill, Ronnie Bassett Jr., Brendan Queen, Landon Pimbleton, Andrew Grady, Brandon Pierce, Dylan Wilson, Gio Ruggiero, who he and uh, Stephen Nassie got into it this weekend up at Winchester. Stephen Nassie also in this field. So it'll be interesting to see if any of those fireworks carry over from uh, Winchester this past weekend. Bobby McCarty, Dylan Ward, Carson Quapple, Chase Burrow, Ryan Millington, Logan Clark, Chad McCombie, Joshua Dickinson, Landon Devon will make his Cars Tour debut in the number 21 for Mitchell Mott. Uh, performance this weekend. Landon Huffman, the winner at Tri-County in our most recent visit for the 30,000 race, the Old North State Nationals. Cade Brown, Mason Diaz, William Sawalowicz back in action this weekend, the 43 for RNS race cars. Bryce Applegate, Timothy Peters makes his return to the Cars Tour Late Model Stock Car uh, this year. Uh, Stephen Nassie, as we mentioned, Connor Zilich, Cameron Boland, Connor Hall, the 2023 NASCAR National Champion makes his return to Cars Tour competition. Mini Tyrell and Jacob Hefner. Again, 30 late model stock cars pre-registered for this weekend's festivities. 17 
uh, pro late models, and then 25-plus street stocks have pre-registered for the GSX Rap Street Stock Series race. So it's going to be a full action um, of racing action this weekend at Tri-County Speedway for the Blue Ridge 250. Brandon Willard has the caution flag out on this first segment of Stickered Up. We'll take this opportunity. Come down pit road, sticker up, and we return. We're going to chat with one of those pro drivers making his debut in 2023. We'll talk with Brandon Setzer. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Tank Lines, a trucking company run by drivers for drivers. For over three generations, Purrier has been leading in driver happiness, client satisfaction, and safety. They love trucking, family, and racing. As a Purrier driver, you'll earn up to $100,000 per year plus exceptional benefits, including exclusive access to Purrier racing events. Enjoy flexible scheduling, career path opportunities, zero split seating, and much more. Visit drivepurrier.com to learn more. We're laser cutting and CNC bending. GeoCut for media blasting and surface conditioning. GeoCut South Boston, Virginia for powder coating. GeoCut on demand laser cut parts. Just go to geocutfabrication.com. Upload your part drawing. Select the material and quantity and then see your instant quote immediately with the option to order right then and there. 434-201-4824. GeoCutfabrication.com. 611 Railroad Avenue, South Boston, Virginia. One part or one million parts. GeoCut has you covered. GXS Wraps is your one stop for all your vehicle and motorsports graphics needs. Since 2018, GXS Wraps has offered turnkey solutions, including design, printing, and installation of premium final graphics for fleet vehicles, personal vehicles, and race cars. 100% of our services offered are completed at our 4,800-square-foot facility located in Apex, North Carolina. Check us out on the web, gxswraps.com, or give us a call, 919-213-0371, to get started on your next wrap. GXS Wraps, the official graphics partner of the Cars Tour and the Stickered Up Podcast. Hey, this is Deke McCaskill, driver of 08 per year tank line Chevrolet. You're listening to Stickered Up Podcast with Stephen Dunn. Green flag this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Joining us via the GSX Wraps Hotline. He'll be making his 2023 Pro Lake model debut this weekend at Tri-County Speedway. A familiar name for Cars Tour fans, Mr. Brandon Setzer. Brandon, welcome to the Stickered Up Podcast. Hey, guys. Yeah, appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, really looking forward to the weekend. Man, I tell you, I looked at the uh, entry list when Keeley sent it over uh, yesterday preliminarily, and I was like, holy smokes, look who's on the entry list, number one on the Pro Lake model. <laughs> and we've been trying to get this guy on the on the podcast for a couple of years, man. What's the uh, what's the story behind jumping behind the, uh, behind the wheel of that number six this weekend? Well, you know, I haven't run all year, like you said. And, uh, you know, I, I got to run a couple races last year, um, and the race come open. George uh, Phillips, our driver for this year, is headed out to Vegas for a Legend Car National. So uh, he's going to be wheeling a Legend Car this this, uh, this weekend. So the seat was kind of left open, and, uh, man, I just, I've been getting the itch. So um, I was like, man, it's a perfect time and uh, perfect track, really. I, I grew up racing track county. Um, got a lot of laps around there before it was paved. So it's a little different. Um, but man, we just, uh, we're, we're super excited and, um, ready to get rolling, knock the rust off a little bit and see if I can hang with these, uh, with these young fellows. That's, uh, that's really flying right now. How hard did you have to twist dad's arm to let him let you drive the car this weekend? <laughs> oh, he was all for it. He's, he's been wanting me to drive more and, 
uh, yeah, he, he enjoys it. He loves, he loves when I get to race and, um, you know, we, we both really enjoy working with George and, and, you know, all the young kids that, that we work with in the past as well. It's just, um, it's very, it's very gratifying to, um, help somebody learn and, and see the progress, you know, getting better every race and, and learning some little nuances. And, um, you know, hopefully we're able to bring some knowledge to the table that, uh, they hadn't heard before. So, um, it, it's a lot of fun on that side, but, you know, it, you know, being out of the seat for a year, I definitely starting to get the itch and, I uh, want to see if I can still still get it done behind the wheel. Right. Let me ask you this. I mean, obviously, people that listen to our podcast, they they followed the Cars Tour for years, and, and your name is obviously very familiar. Uh, you ran the Super Late Models for a long time when the Super Late Models were part of the Cars Tour. Uh, and then you and your dad um, went more into the development mode, uh, especially last year when when the pros were debuted. Uh, you got to work with a with a young man last year that you know you know William Sawalowicz. He's only winning just about everything he jumps in um, this this day and age. But um, talk a little bit about the transition for Setzer Racing Development and, and you getting out of the seat, not driving as much, and then working with these young kids like George Phillips and like William Sawalowicz a year ago. Yeah, for sure. And, and it, you know, it really just came down to a, uh, you know, to a business decision. Um, you know, I was kind of at a point in my career where I probably, um, you know, would pass my prime as far as being able to move up to the next level to uh, truck Xfinity, some of that. And, uh, you know, while being a lifetime late model racer is fun, uh, it's also very expensive and it, and it takes away from a lot of things. And, um, you know, it was, it was time to, to go get a full-time job. And, you know, I've spent a couple of years at KBM learning, uh, learning more about racing and learning more about working on them. And, and then, you know, we kind of went out on our own and, and started the development deal. And, um, man, I, I tell you, it, it, it's been a lot of fun. I, I, I enjoy the crew chiefing and, and coaching part, um, really almost as much as I did driving. Um, it's just, it, it's awesome to watch the progress and, and like say, teach the, teach the kids, um, all the ins and outs of racing. Um, so it, it's been fun. Uh, like I say, I, I still do get the itch a little bit, but, um, man, I, I've loved the transition to, to crew chief and, and coach role. Um, so yeah, uh, no plan to go back full-time racing for sure, but, um, would love to do it a couple times a year just to, um, just to stay relevant and, and then maybe learn a couple things, what I can, you know, teach, teach whoever the driver is. Um, you know, maybe, maybe a few things that, that I pick up on behind the wheel, I can help them with, um, going forward. Chat with Brandon Setzer here on the GSX Raps Hotline Stickered Up Podcast. And you get to uh, scratch that itch here this weekend. Again, uh, you'll be running in the pro race, uh, 75 laps. Again, a racetrack that you, you're familiar with, that you grew up racing out a lot at Tri-County, but uh, a little bit different, as you mentioned. Um, this this racetrack has been gone through a, a transition. They've put a ton of money in this place over the last few years. They, they started with repaving the corners. Uh, then now they've repaved the entire racetrack with both front and back straightaway. Now they've got this new uh, LED light system that makes that thing look like daylight. Um, talk a little bit about what you're what you're expecting uh, this weekend at Tri County. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you kind of mentioned, uh, you know, one thing I was going to say. I went uh, I went to Tri County. I think it was two weeks ago and watched the first race under the new lights. And that facility is top notch. I mean, it is one of the most beautiful short tracks in the country, in my opinion. Um, the the uh, the Higgins. Uh, brothers have done an amazing job about just making a super nice um, racing facility for everybody. The surface is awesome, a lot of fun, multiple grooves, um, and the lights are, are second to none. So, you know, I, I expect to see uh, some really good racing. 
um, the prolate models with the lack of motor. You know, I'm used to the supers where you can kind of turn under somebody and really use the power to drive up beside them. Uh, the pro's a little bit more of a momentum deal, so got to be a little bit more precise in your timing and um, rolling through the center. So going to be a little bit different race than, than I used to run um, back, way back when when I run the supers, but I think it's going to be a really competitive race, and qualifying is going to be really important, um, as always, in the pros. So, um, yeah, just got to get the driver up to speed and uh, make sure he knows what he's doing, and I think we'll be, uh, I think we'll be pretty decent. Brandon, I want to talk to you a little bit about the Cars Tour uh, in general. Uh, like you said, uh, you've been a part of the Cars Tour for a long time, you know, running the super late models uh, as a driver. Uh, the pro late models with, with William Swalowich last year, George Phillips this year, uh, and even some late model stuff that you did with William a, a year ago as well. You, you've you watched the Cars Tour transition from, from Jack McNelly and, and his ownership and Chris Ragel and uh, and the transition over to to Dale Jr. and Kevin Harvick, Burton, uh, and and Marks, and talk a little bit about your perspective. The transition here in 2023, some things that uh, are a little bit different. Um, I don't know that the fans necessarily see everything that's being you know behind the scenes, but but you guys, an intricate part of this series as car owners and, and ambassadors for the Cars Tour. Talk a little bit about where you see the Cars Tour here in 2023, and then moving forward in 2024. Yeah, no question. I think it's taken you know taking a huge step um, in the right direction this year, um, mostly with with the notoriety that the um, the new owners bring to it. Get, getting on Flow Racing, um, just being in, in front of more people. You know, having Dale talk about it on Twitter and Kevin commenting on it, and them owning cars in it. And I think it just it brings so much more attention to the tour. And and with that attention, I think it really opens the door for for race teams to want to come because. You know they're going to be in front of Dale Jr. Dale Jr.'s watching every week. Harvick's watching every week. Um, all the owners are, are really paying attention to what's going on. So if you're trying to make a name for yourself, it's there's no better place to be. Um, you know it's always been a great series. Jack and Chris Ragel and Keeley and you know even before this it was a top notch series. I think now it's just it really has more people more eyes on it. I think they're you know just it, it connects with the fans maybe a little bit better. Um, so. Yeah, really great direction I think we're going. Um, and just, I think, keep building on it, keep fine-tuning little things. Um, it doesn't need much change. I mean, it's a, it's in really good shape. It's affordable for the racers. And, um, you know, hopefully it doesn't get too big. Um, I, you know, I love for the, for the local guy, the Deke McCaskill, or um, somebody like that that's not affiliated with a big team that can go and, and still run really good. So um, I love seeing, seeing those guys and, and people like him do well. And, uh, that's what the series needs to be. We had Deke on last week, and 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 off the off the record, he said, "Man, this is probably one of the biggest wins of my career, just because of who we had to beat. You know, the you yeah. know the Kevin Harvicks and the Dale Juniors that have their cars, and him being still in that." Deke still works in that same small shop that he's worked in for the last 20 years. And, and look, I think you guys are still, I mean, I think you guys are still considered kind of a family owned team. I did want to ask, um, you know, we're now in year two and, and, and most of our podcast, and as you know, um, this, this region's really based on the late model stock car. And that's where we've put a lot of our emphasis, but we don't want to, uh, you know, overshadow what the, what the pro late models have been able to accomplish here um, in the last couple of years. Again, last year being the initial year, uh, and you guys won um, you guys won the, the owner's championship with William Sawalowicz and yourself driving that car um, you know, through the next year. But now that we're in year two, um, 
Talk a little bit about some of the things that you've seen get better for the from that initial season of pro late models. Because keep in mind, you know, we had 25, 26 pro late models for the first three or four races this year before it kind of tapered off. And and talk about a little bit about the direction you think that the pros can go in twenty twenty four. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that kind of goes back to the notoriety and, and being on Flow Racing and, and just being in front of people and being seen by the right people. I think um, that's what draws the, the car count. Um, but they've done a great job. I mean, the Pro, Pro Division is a, is a great division. Um, their cars are a little easier to drive in the late models, a little less horsepower, a little less weight. Um, they, they roll the center really fast. Um, you know, And also they changed the age limit to 12 years old, which I believe has helped. Um, we have a few young fellows that, that run with us in the cars tour, and, and that's a great stepping stone with the lighter power um, and the lighter car. It just they're a little easier to control, a little less um, you know liable to get in trouble on. So um, I think combo with that and and just getting the name out there and um, more people building cars in this area, I think I think it's been good, and I, I you know definitely can see it keep getting better in, in the future. Now, let me ask you this, and again, it, it's kind of it kind of goes twofold. Um, you know, our, the late models is kind of what the what the fans have been accustomed to, right? That's been the staple here for the car store. We transitioned from super late models to pro late models. Do you feel like that the pro late models, again, with that age difference, um, that age being lowered to 12 years old, less horsepower, a little easier to drive, do you feel like the pro late model is a, is a stepping stone to where these kids can run the cars tour a couple years in the pro late models and then graduate into a late model stock car? Do you think that's the natural possession here or, or progression here? Well, I think they got, you know, one or two options. Um, you know, I think that's very likely for somebody who's in this area to do. Um, go from a pro late model and then graduate to a late model stock or um, if they're from out of town and they're traveling here to run a pro late model um, their next step might be a super late model which is exactly the same as a pro just with a lot more horsepower so um, you know there's definitely two options there but uh, I, I think it prepares you well for either one uh, I think it teaches a lot of a lot of basics of racing because you really got to get your timing and momentum right to make passes um, where in the super late model and the late model stock sometimes you could use the horsepower um, and make be aggressive and really mash the gas a little bit harder than the next guy for a lap or two and make the pass where you just don't have that option in the pros. You really got to be methodical, um, really got to plan out your pass and, and make it happen. So um, I think it's a great stepping stone. Um, I really enjoy it. I, th- I think it's um, really great for, for a young person to come in um, out of a legend car or something similar to that and, and get their feet wet in a full-body stock car um before they get a late mall stock or a super well we got a we got a little bit of an extra an added bonus for race fans this weekend the uh, uh jack and and keely have in, invited uh the gsx rap street stock series to come and take place uh run a 50 lap race in between you guys and the late models and street stocks are it's a whole different discipline of racing and, and i know that you you've seen a bunch of street stock races at hickory and tri-county um Again, like you said, elevating the game, flow racing, uh, as far as the broadcast. What do you think fans can expect from 25-plus uh, street stocks out there running around Tri-County for 50 laps on Saturday night? I think you can expect them guys racing like it's a Daytona 500. Every single one of them guys want to win. Um, I feel like they're going to feel like that's probably one of the biggest shows of the year. So um, They're not going to leave nothing out on the table. Um, they're they're diehard racers. I mean, they're probably as much a racers as the guys running up front in the late models. They just, you know, they don't have the funding to go do that. But 
the street stock guys are really good at what they do. Um, they don't spend a lot of money and um, they're able to fabricate a lot of their parts. And, you know, a lot of them's probably built in their, their garage at their house. You know, they don't have a big shop or employees or, you know, they're racing with their heart. Uh, probably as much or more than anybody so it's going to be a heck of a show i love watching street stock racing all over the country and uh, it's kind of fun to watch what how innovative they are with with the older stuff and how they twist it up and uh, make something look really good that probably didn't start with so uh yeah love watching the street stocks and definitely looking forward to that show and uh, usually there's always some fireworks in a in a big money street stock race so i expect nothing less <laughs> let me ask you this and you may or may not have you ever gone to the New Year's Bash at Dillon Motor Speedway. Have you ever been part of that? I have not, but I've watched it on, I, I don't know if Flow has it or one of the streaming services. I've watched it, and it's always uh, it's always some fireworks for sure. <laughs> I tell you, so I went down there um, this past January with, with Boo Carlisle, and that's the first time I'd ever been. And I have never in my life seen so many street stocks in my life. I mean, yeah. it was absolutely. Now, that is essentially the Daytona 500 for those guys. But man, they came from all over the country, and like you said, man, the, they those guys are just hands down. Just they drive the wheels off those things. So I think that uh, the fans are going to have a, a nice uh, intermission from pros to late models with that fifty lap race for the GSX Rap Street Stock Series. Brandon, before I let you go, man, I have to ask you what what do you, what's your expectations this weekend? What what kind of goals do you have? I mean, is do you do you want, obviously you always want to go out there and win but but what would you be satisfied with not being in a car for almost a year yeah i just want to go be competitive you know i think they're you know realistically we you know there's there's about five or six teams that that competitively run up front um and mix it up for the win each each and every week and i and i think realistically we we need to be mixing it up with those um top five or six teams uh you know if if we end up on the back end of that, I'm fine with that or, or whatever. But I think, you know, we're, we bring a really good race car and, and hopefully I can get the rust knocked off. So um, I think a top five would be a good goal, but we always want to win. So uh, we're going to re- work really hard on the race car. So maybe the driver don't have to work as hard. Maybe we'll get this thing really good. So, uh, but yeah, just, just go have fun, man. Try to try to keep the fenders on it and see what we got at the end of 75 laps. Brian, I know you and your dad will be working really hard to make that thing fast. I want to give you an opportunity to thank the sponsors that help you get there this weekend at Tri-County. Absolutely. We have uh, the Jewelry Exchange coming on board with us this weekend. Uh, they're a longtime sponsor um, for myself and my dad back when he run late models. So uh, really good people. Um, they're going to help us out this weekend. And then along with Ross and Whitmer, uh, Georgia's sponsor, um, you know, they're they've been really good to us all year and um, taking care of George and, and helping us out. So, yeah, a lot of great people, um, all the crew guys that help make it happen, work, you know, take off on Friday and Saturday to go race them with us. Uh, appreciate all them guys and uh, ready to have a little fun. Well, I've told you this off I've told you this off the air multiple times at the racetrack, man. I can't wait to see you get back into a race car. You're finally going to do it this weekend. So I'll definitely be pulling for you this weekend to uh, hoist that trophy on, on Saturday night after 75 laps. And, hey, man, if you, if you get it taken care of and get make it happen, we'll, uh, we'll have you back on to talk about it next week. Heck, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully we got a chance at it. We'll uh, try our best. Best of luck to you. That's Brandon Setzer. He'll be driving the number six this weekend on the Pro Late Model. 75-lap feature for the Cars Tour Blue Ridge 250. Brandon Willard has the caution flag out. We'll take this opportunity to come down pit road, sticker up. We'll wrap up this edition. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Practice race. Oh, yeah.
Performance Racing Warehouse, home of the PRW chassis. They feel the thrill of victory and agony of defeat with every customer. With a cutting-edge, track-tested chassis, they know what it takes to build a race-winning machine. The PRW chassis has a proven track record of wins and championships that speak for themselves. When you're ready to take your performance to the next level, come visit Performance and let them get you in victory lane. Online at performancecenter.com. Also, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. And you can call Performance Racing Warehouse at 704-838-1400. Courier Tank Lines, a trucking company run by drivers for drivers. For over three generations, Courier has been leading in driver happiness, client satisfaction, and safety. They love trucking, family, and racing. As a per-year driver, you'll earn up to $100,000 per year plus exceptional benefits, including exclusive access to per-year racing events. Enjoy flexible scheduling, career path opportunities, zero split seating, and much more. Visit driveperrier.com to learn more. We're all familiar with the term batteries not included. Well, that does not apply to Volt Battery, distributed by Meredith Battery. They're all about batteries. Meredith Battery has Volt Batteries for all applications, including auto, marine, commercial, golf cars, power sport, and motorsport. Meredith Battery of Anderson, South Carolina. Their Volt Battery customers are frequent visitors to Victory Lane at your local short tracks in the southeast each and every week. For more information and to buy your next Volt Battery, contact the team at 864-226-9099. 864-226-9091 and on Facebook and Instagram. Volt Battery distributed by Meredith Battery, the official battery of the Cars Tour and the Stickered Up Podcast. Hey, this is Jeremy Mayfield. I want to thank you for listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. White Flag, this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast with Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. We had to Hudson, North Carolina this week in the Blue Ridge 250 uh, for the Cars Tour again. Pro late model, 75 laps. Street stocks will run 50 laps. And the late model stock cars, 825 laps. Again, practice will start on Friday afternoon, promptly at 2 o'clock. They'll alternate with the late models and the pro late models until 625. And then action back at the racetrack on Saturday afternoon. Late model stock cars will hit the racetrack at 1210. They'll alternate practices with the pros until 130. GSX Rep Street Stocks, they will take pra- they will take to the track for practice at 215. And then GSX Raps qualifying will be at 315. Single car qualifying for the late model stock cars at 415. And single car qualifying for the pro late models at 445. Gates open at 3 o'clock. This weekend, again, a meet and greet on the racetrack at 5.30 till 6. Driver intros at 6.30, pre-race at 6.50. And again, 7 o'clock, the green flag. Brandon Willard will wave for the Blue Ridge 250, 75 laps for the late model stock cars, followed by 50 laps for the street stocks and 125 for the late model stock cars. Going to Hudson this weekend. General admission tickets are $30. Uh, Trackside parking, that is $30 as well. If you haven't ever been to Tri-County, that is definitely the way to go. Uh, Great uh, views all around the racetrack, and especially excited to get up there this weekend with the new lighting system that they've put in at Tri-County. Children 12 and under are free. If you want to get your advanced tickets, you can go to carsracingtour.com, general admission tickets, and Trackside. Save $3. They're $27 a piece. If you can't get to Tri-County Speedway this weekend, make sure to catch all the racing action from our friends at Flow Racing. want to thank those folks that help stick it up, come to you each and every week. Our friends at Pereer Tank Lines, Performance Center Racing Warehouse, GeoCut, Volt Battery Technology, GSX Wraps, and as always, our friends here at Broadcasting Experts, Dave Perkins, Morgan Patrick, for making us sound so good each and every week. 
And we also want to thank our guest via the GSX Raps Hotline, the driver of the number six on the Pro Late Bottle side this weekend, Mr. Brandon Setzer. That's the checkered flag on this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Dunn. Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download your podcasts. Oh,